Thank you for tuning in to Coffee Talks with Mike. I have a lot to say, a lot to catch up on, an apology. It's going to be exciting. This is episode 44, and this is called Gratitude slash Friendship. The reason I have so much to catch up on is my life's been crazy. What else is new, right? Um, Last few days and few weeks, and that's because... Um, I just officially graduated from seminary. As many of you know, I finished classes back in December uh, of 2021, but they didn't allow for a winter graduation. So I just graduated uh, last week uh, or last week, this past weekend, I should say. Um, And I got to say, I wasn't really excited going into it until the week of, and I just had a number of people in my life. First, it was my parents. So shout out to both of them. Um, they were like, no, you're graduating. You're going to go. You're going to enjoy it. It's important. I'm like, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. I didn't think they were going to come out. I, now, my parents are awesome. Of course they would. I know they're listening. So love you both. But, you know, it was a, it was a long drive and it was going to be a long day. And I just thought, don't, don't worry about it. And they both came out because they wanted me to know it was important. And then I had a number of friends in my life, um, particularly here uh, in my community, that anytime they'd say congratulations, like, oh, thanks, you know, uh, no big deal. And they'd kind of like reprimand me about it, saying, no, Mike, it is a big deal. Take it seriously, like celebrate, enjoy it. And the culmination of all of that made me just really reflect a bit on the last three and a half years of starting seminary and taking these classes at night and what it took to get to this end point. And it was kind of crazy. I've been saying it's bananas a lot in the last two weeks. So you're probably going to hear that for the next 10 podcast episodes. So just get ready. But it's been bananas to think about like just the journey. I mean, even now I haven't had classes for six months or so. And I feel like I haven't really had free time. I'm like, how was I possibly taking three or four classes at a time, you know, in the nights on top of working? And to be clear, I'm really not trying to talk myself up here. This is an episode about gratitude. Um, my, My point in saying all this is that I'm often trying to disassociate with or from myself and from the things that I do because you know, I love Lewis. And one of the things Lewis says about humility is humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And I think I err on the side of thinking less of myself and trying to, you know, just, I don't even want to talk about these things, right? Because part of me wants to hear the affirmation, but part of me just wants to pretend it didn't happen at all, just for, just to be safe. And to have people in my life forcing me to come to terms with the fact that this journey was a it was something to celebrate and something that took a lot of energy and time and um, it's been special. So there are a couple layers to the seminary piece for gratitude. One is that it, it took a village. I mean, my church, it, you know, short of like writing a letter, like they really endorsed me. I mean, they they when I came to them and said I want to start taking classes on the side and that sometimes that might you know, take away from some of my time in the office, they were like, yeah, you have to. Like, this is something that you're, you are passionate about, you're gifted for, and it, it's something that you need to do. And that support really empowered me and enabled me to do this for three and a half years. 
um, the people that just looked into my life and affirmed some of the passions and gifts that I have for them to reiterate that time and time again, for them to give me, you know, grace and leniency, particularly at the end of semesters when things are getting crazy busy and difficult. Um, it was just a joyful thing to, to reflect on. Um, there was someone in my church and I won't embarrass her, but, um, one day after church, we, we had been talking all morning at Sunday school and after the sermon, and she came up to me and just gave me a check, said, you need to go to seminary. Let this be your first payment. You have to go. And that's the kind of thing that like, it just sticks with you because I've just had people in my life that in the moments where I feel least capable of acknowledging a desire or least uh capable of acknowledging like what i really hope i can do or what i like my aspiration might be but i'm not sure if i could do it or i don't know if i'll have time there have been people pushing me and and supporting me at every leg of the race and that's just something i have to say thank you for it's something that when I started seminary, you know, it's a logical next step for people in my kind of line of work um, that many people don't take. And that's not to put other people down, but you know, usually in youth ministry, the burnout rate alone is usually five years to leave ministry entirely. And so going to seminary just feels like something that made sense for me, but it was difficult, difficult to balance. And I was only able to do it because of the support I got from so many people, the, the encouraging words that literally like people dropping off meals for me sometimes when I'm in the midst of finals, um, people helping support me financially and, and everything in between. It, it's just been a nonstop bombardment of, of support and love and joy and I had to take an episode to say thank you. I did. Um, you know, when I started this podcast, and I, I've probably told this story to many of you in person, probably on other episodes, but when I started this podcast, so much of it was about the joy I get in reading the things that I read and hearing the things that I hear. And I, I just want to talk to someone about it. And I know, like in the world of podcasts, everyone can start a podcast. You all could start a podcast right now download, you know, or go to anchor.com. You can record right through the website and you'll have a podcast on Spotify and Apple by the end of the day. And so we're in a, a world that is inundated with information. And I didn't want to just be one more voice adding to that noise. And yet I feel that God has given me this passion and this joy for the things that, that he's teaching me. And I wanted to share that. I get to share it, thank goodness, like in my vocation, my job, you know, with teenagers and with their parents and with other adults in the church. And I get to just share, you know, I had the opportunity to, to teach on Narnia alone for five weeks this year. Like, come on, this is the dream gig. But to have this other outlet on this podcast that so many of you are tuning into, to look into like, okay, what is Mike looking at? Like what, what are the things that he's interested in? What are the things he's learning or wrestling with? Um, and, and me going to seminary became the catalyst for this thing to start because I was so bummed when I got to seminary and I was thinking, surely there will be all these people that want to talk about this stuff after class because we're all 
going to graduate school for it. And I didn't find those people. And so I had to take to the internet. I had to share it with all of you. And so, you know, so much of the journey of seminary for me has been connected to this journey that started last year of starting this podcast, um, because it, it all began with wanting to share the things that I'm learning with, with all of you. And, and I hope that it's a blessing on some level to, to you all. I hope that you see, um, that I'm doing this because I enjoy it. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I'm, if you, if you are unaware, I don't make money off of this and I don't do it for that. I, I do it because I, I want to extend the conversation and I want you all to benefit from things that I'm learning. Um, not because I think I'm some guru of knowledge, but because I feel overwhelmed with gratitude that people like you who are listening to this are the ones that that empowered me and enabled me to go continue learning. And the least I can do is try to share any bit of that with all of you. Um, it, it just, one of my favorite things growing up that, you know, some of my siblings hated it. I kind of liked it and I love it in hindsight is that our, we always had family dinner and my dad, I know you're listening, uh, was very regimented. And uh, we always had our plan. You know, you go, you get your food, we say our grace, we eat. But before anyone left the table, we went around the table, best part of your day, worst part of your day, what'd you learn? And truly, there were days that it was hard to come up with what'd you learn. And my brother, Keith, um, you know, the best was always when he'd just get so snarky and be like, best part of my day is that this is almost over. Worst part of the day is that I have to talk about it. And what did I learn is a faster way to get out of this conversation, you know, and, you know, it got to a point where like, all right, Keith, that that suffices. Just just go ahead downstairs now. Um, but for me, just that joy of like kind of reflecting on your day and trying to think like, where was one joy today? Where was one thing that really didn't go my way today? And what's what did I learn? And there's so many things that I I get to learn because I'm just blessed to be in the community I am that wants me to go keep learning stuff. And I get to think about like, man, if I could sum up what I learned this week into one 35 minute podcast episode to share with you all, what would it be? And that was really the hardest starting this podcast. And so, so much of it is birthed out of the reality of the support I got in going to seminary. Um, if you're not aware uh, I missed the anniversary, but my first episode of Coffee Talks with Mike was on May 22nd of 2021. And now uh, here we are a year later, just under uh, 52 episodes, uh, about 10 short. And uh, it, we're, it's June 2nd, so a year and 10 days or so, a year and two weeks. And for some reason, you're still listening. And I think it's because you all are people that support me. And it's not just because it's me. It's because you want to know about the things that maybe I can shed just a little light on or at least point you in the direction. It's so cool when you all have reached out to me to email me or text me and say, hey, I got that book you talked about. It was kind of harder than I thought it'd be. But thanks for recommending it. 
where I got this other book. And that really started to make me think, or I didn't actually like that book you liked so much. And that's the whole point of this. And the fact that you engage with it at all is something that I'm grateful for. Uh, in a year, we uh, hit about 1,100 listens. Uh, I can see it right now. I'm looking at the website. 1,100 listens, which is bananas to me. There it is, bananas. We'll just start doing banana counts now. How many times will I say it? It was bananas. 40-some episodes and 1,100 listens that you all want to tune in on any level. Um, it's humbling and exciting, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the ways that you all have been involved in my life pouring into me because although most of my episodes on this podcast have been about books I'm reading or you know deep dives in the sermons I prepared, so many of the things that I'm conveying about what I read or what I hear, it's a culmination of things I've learned from everyone in my life. It's not like I sat around one day and, and came up with new cool ideas. Like no, none of us, and John Dunn says, right? No man is an island. We are all interconnected. And the, and the truths that I glean from my friends and my family by, by doing life with you all, they, they impact the way I see the world. They impact the way I see the texts that I read, whether it's scripture or just a novel or anything in between. And, and so I'm grateful for your impact on my life and the way that you have enabled me to get where I am. So in typical podcast fashion, I do have a little reading I want to share with you that I've been thinking about a lot lately, because I really just want an excuse to have an episode of gratitude. Um, but I, I mean it when I say that you all have been friends. Some of you I've never even met and you've reached out and said some really kind things to me, and I'm grateful for it. So I have to go with Lewis. Sorry to everyone that's tired of hearing from Clive, but I, I view you all as deep, deep friends on this cool internet level, right? Some of us have relationships, obviously, beyond this podcast, but if for nothing else, through the podcast, we have this connection, and that's exciting. So I want to read you a few words about friendship from Lewis. Um, and the two quotes I want to look at are both from The Four Loves, which frankly is a book I wouldn't recommend to you by Lewis. It, it, there are good things in the book, but it's one of the hardest reads I actually had by Lewis. I think there's a lot in there where he's not rambling, but it feels like it, especially in his lingo. There are better things to get into with Lewis first and then visit The Four Loves later. So that's my preface. But here is some quote about friendship being one of the four loves. He says, friendship arises out of mere companionship when two or more of the companions discover that they have in common some insight or interest or even taste, which the others do not share. And that until that very moment, each person believed to be their own unique treasure or burden. The typical expression of an opening friendship would be something like, what? You too? I thought I was the only one. In this kind of lum, uh, love, as Emerson said, do you love me means, do you see the same truth? Or at least, do you care about the same truth? The person who agrees with us that some question that's barely regarded by others is of great importance 
that person can be our friend. They don't need to agree with us about the answer. All of you listening have been people that have, for the very smallest of reasons, seen the title of a podcast come out in a given week and gone, I am interested in that question, in that topic, in that idea. You don't have to come to the same conclusion as Mike Kramer on anything. I mean, it's probably better for the world if you don't, right? That's how we make up the image of God together is by coming to these different conclusions, challenging each other to become better and, and holier and, and more like Jesus. But the fact that we can point to some of these things and say, there's something here that matters, reveals what we have in common. Goes on a little bit further. And he says, um, this is probably my favorite quote Lewis has about friendship. He says, uh, I have no duty to be anyone's friend and no person in the world has the duty to be mine. No claims, no shadow of necessity. Friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art, like the universe itself, for God didn't need to create. Friendship has no survival value. Rather, it's one of those things that gives value to survival. And for me, I don't know if there's a better way you can put it. Friendship truly is something that has brought value to all of our lives, obviously, but we can survive in isolation. We might think that mentally or emotionally we would struggle being alone. You know, maybe you're an extrovert and the idea of not being around people just drives you mad. But the reality is you could eat, you could drink water, you could get enough sleep, you could, you know, put on proper sun protection and you could survive. There's all kinds of things in life. Lewis lists out philosophy and art, music, movies, whatever. They don't add survival value. They add value to your survival. And I hope you all know that just, just this little corner of the internet, it's like a micro nano decimal point of all the information on the internet. The fact that anyone has tuned into this podcast to join in this conversation that's mostly one-sided because you can't talk back to me while you're listening. It, it's brought value to my survival and to my life in a way that other things don't. And so again, I have to say, thank you. I mean, there's just been so many moments that have led me to this moment here. I mean, we've gone through a pandemic that the world hasn't seen for generations, quarantines, vaccines, political debates abounding. And in the midst of all that, I thought, why not start a podcast? Because I think I have some things I'm wrestling with, and I think other people might want to wrestle as well. And that's brought value to my life. And I'm grateful that any one of you have chosen to listen, even if the entire time you're shaking your head in disappointment about what I'm saying, though I haven't gotten that feedback yet. This has been an awesome year with all kinds of struggles on the way. 
there are a lot of hurdles for me in my personal life, in my work life, and at seminary for the last year in particular. So for me to be here, it's June 2nd as I record this, reflecting on what got me here. It wasn't about my personal abilities. And I, I'm not trying to be like have a false humility here or something like that. I mean it. Obviously, I was writing papers and reading books and doing things and showing up. I get that. But what, what I'm telling you, along with the lines of what Lewis is talking about, is that survival was possible, but it wasn't something I was driven towards without your support and friendship because it brought value to the thing. It brought value and meaning to the very thing that I kind of wanted to do, but without you, it would have felt meaningless. I didn't need a seminary degree to, to survive, but something about the affirmations and support and love I got from all of you along the way brought value to it. And that degree means nothing to me on paper. My dad and I laugh about when we were moving out of our house of almost 20 years or so, um, he was throwing out all these boxes of trophies and, you know, achievements he's gotten through his life. And part of me was like, I kind of want to keep these for myself. You know, these are your accomplishments. And he looked at me, he's like, you know, your memories are in your mind. He's pointed to his head. They're up here. I don't need the trophy. What am I going to put all the trophies on a wall and have all my guests come in the house and look at my trophies and think how awesome I am? And I know we, we laugh. We were just talking about this again the other day. But for me, I look at this diploma I got and it, I'm not trying to undo all the conversation because I agree with my dad on so much of that. And he agrees with me here. I look at that diploma it has nothing to do with me for me. It is a, uh, a relic it's an Ebenezer. It's a, a picture of the support that I got from my community, both people that live 20 yards from me and people that live 300 miles from me, people that have been in my corner even when I didn't know about it. And so I'm thankful. The value and survival conversation from Lewis is so important to me. I think about it a lot how we weren't created to be brains on sticks, right? We weren't created to be purely logical. We were, our emotions are a gift. Joy is a gift. Happiness, it's a gift. Grief is a gift. And so I'm, I feel a lot of emotions now about this journey we've been on between seminary and the ordination process and passing those exams and and now hitting the one-year mark of this podcast and uh, just over a thousand listens and, you know, those metrics, they're not really helpful in gauging success or survival. They're not even helpful in gauging value. It could have been 10 of you listening and it would be valuable to me. But what they remind me of is that there are people here that are looking at things saying, this matters to me too where I want to learn about that too. And as Lewis said, we don't have to agree on the end of it, but the fact that we both care about it opens up the possibility of friendship. And for me, that has been so important. During my graduation seminar or uh, ceremony, I'll end with this. Uh, the president of the seminary gave a charge, which was different than like the sermon slash address um, in the middle 
and it was awesome. I'm trying to find an online recording because I want to replay it back. It was kind of a fourfold charge. And the third one in particular, he had this like James Earl Jones voice, you know, really good speaker and a really good cadence. And I don't want to impersonate him because A, it'll seem offensive and B, it will do no justice to how powerful it was. He was talking about how we often talk about survival and, you know, surviving and thriving is like you are, you were a seed planted in soil, you know, your faith and your family and you've grown. And for the last few years we were planted, you know, we got moved into this new soil. We got repotted at seminary and we got to grow in this community. He's like, and now you're about to transition again and be replanted into a new place. But don't just grow, bloom. Think about that. I, I, I was kind of dumbfounded. It's so simple. But as I was hearing, hearing him say it, he, he said it multiple times. I'm glad that he talks so powerfully and slowly to let the words just reverberate in the room and in my mind and in my bones. Don't just grow in your life. Bloom. Thrive. Don't, don't be satisfied with just continuing on or moving forward or, or even sometimes like bettering yourself or growing can be a good thing, but it's not necessarily the same as blooming, of becoming something more beautiful. I don't mean physically in this case. I, I mean becoming more like Jesus, bloom. And he said it over and over again, and it was just like, Ah, he, he's tapping into something there. This is about value, not survival. Blooming is the difference between surviving and thriving. Blooming is about showing ourselves what, what God has intended for us. In Paul's language, there are some that plant, some that water, but God gives the growth. It's 1 Corinthians 3. If you haven't listened to the episode on that passage, go to it now. God gives the growth, so we need to bloom. And so I'll leave it at that. Thank you all for your support in tuning in. Thank you all for your emails of encouragement and your texts and your questions and your you know critiques of books that I've recommended and everything in between. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me as I went through seminary the last few years. Thank you. Thank you for... The, the coffees that have been purchased, the meals that have been dropped off, the prayers that have been sent up, truly, I don't take it for granted. And I mean it when I say it, it means the world to me that you're a part of this with me. So thank you. Hopefully, wherever you are as you end this episode, you have a moment to practice the spiritual discipline of gratitude as I have with you all today. Think about the friendships that have meant the most to you and the things that you are most grateful for even now. Go in peace.